Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton and welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast and welcome to one of our episodes of the Schoolhouse Rocked family series. That's what we're doing right now and we are so excited to be in the middle of this series because we're talking about all the important things that encompasses us as a family, right? We're talking about marriage and parenting and siblings and grandparents because that is part of the family puzzle. And so I am so excited to have Josh Mulvihill back with me today. If you'll remember, he was on with me. Gosh, when was that, Josh? I want to say maybe about a year ago. About or a year so. ago, yeah. Yeah, when you your your new book, Fifty Things, came out. We will link to that episode because that is one of my favorite episodes. As a matter of fact, um, several weeks ago we we had. Well, I guess it was a couple months ago. Now we had our five hundredth episode of the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. And Abby and I talked about what some of our favorite episodes were in the five plus years and 500 episodes that we've been doing this. And that was one of my favorite episodes um, because it was so impactful to me and just thinking through like, how do we prepare for our kids to leave our home? And uh, so we'll put a link to that. But Josh, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you back. But before we get into our conversation, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. Every child has a unique individual learning style. BJU Press has video lessons with engaging teachers to lead your children through each of their academic subjects. These experienced teachers will present lesson content from multiple angles so your children can absorb information at a comfortable pace. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com to see what courses are available for your students. All right, Josh, welcome back to the podcast. I am so glad to have you with me this week to talk about grandparents. Introduce yourself to our audience who may not be familiar with you yet. Yeah, good to be back, Yvette. And hello, everyone. I'm Josh Mulvihill, and I serve with an organization called Renew a Nation, and we exist to transform culture by helping children develop a biblical worldview. And I assume most listening, uh, biblical worldview is not new, but in case there's a few that, that uh, don't really understand what that term means, we're, we're really talking about a belief system and wanting kids to, uh, to believe and live according to the Bible, not the uh, ideas of the world. And of course, that's a huge challenge uh, right now in the world that we live in. And yeah. as we talk about grandparenting today, you know, there's some pretty key influencers that help a young person develop their worldview, their belief system, and parents and grandparents are first and second, and then, of course, church and school are high up on that list as well. So we live in all those arenas as an organization. Uh, married to Jen for 22 years, and we have five kids. Our oldest is a junior in high school, and our youngest is seven, and we are spaced about two years in between, a middle schooler, two grade schoolers, and so we're in the thick of it. We've homeschooled since uh, day one, since our oldest was five, and uh, kind of have learned as we went. Never expected to do that, but it has been a huge blessing, and I uh, wouldn't trade it for anything um, and we live in the great state of Minnesota. We just got six inches of snow today. So my kids are actually outside frolicking in it. They got the snowmobile out and got it started. We got a 40 year old snowmobile. So they were pretty pumped. They got it going on one pull. <laughs> That's so cool. Snowmobiling is fun. We actually, uh, I've been on a snowmobile one time and that was when Garrett and I got married and we went to Mammoth um, in California for our honeymoon and we got to ride on snowmobiles and it was super fun and super cold. And 
I remember just being frozen by the end of the day, but it was such a blast. Um, so yeah, that's, Good that's stuff. awesome though. Though it wouldn't be worth living in Minnesota to me. Cause I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't do the cold like that. I just can't yeah. do it. Um, but I don't know. It's fun to visit and it's there fun to go. look at. Come to Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now do, do you say Minnesota? How, how, uh, Minnesota. how do people say it? Without- yeah. Minnesota. Yeah, there you, go. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta pull out the, some, the, the you betches and the don't you know, so that the, the key one, if you want to know it's, it's Ope, O-P-E, Ope. <laughs> it's oh, got a whole range. It's got a whole range of meaning depending on how and when it's said, you know. So, you know, don't you know? Oh, that's <laughs> so funny. Uh, yes. So now would you be like, oh, I just dropped my, my cup like uh, yes, that? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I could fit right in. You could fit if it right weren't in. For the snow. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, if you guys are watching this on video, you might be looking at Josh and you're probably thinking, what in the world is this young guy doing talking to us about grandparents? And you also might be thinking, I'm not a grandparent, so I don't need to listen to this. Well, it's likely that your kids have grandparents and you probably have grandparents and you're one day going to be a grandparent. And so this episode is for you, but it's also maybe for your parents to listen to. Um, We are going to talk about the importance of grandparents in the lives of our kids. And it really is an important role that they have. And so, um, Josh, maybe just give us a little bit of background on, on why you you are kind of an authority, even though you're not a grandparent yet, what, what gives you the right to be here talking to us about grandparents? Uh, yes. <laughs> well, the, the easy answer is the Bible. Um, you know, it's, I was pastor for about 20 years and um, partway through my pastoral ministry, I realized the importance of the home and the discipleship of children and um, decided, you know what, I think this is a pretty big passion of mine. I want to do this well as a shepherd. So I went back to get a PhD in family ministry um, for the purpose of, of equipping parents to disciple children. And then in that process, uh, I read something on grandparenting, can't remember exactly where, but I, I approached my professors and I said, I assume there's got to be like this mountain of stuff on Christian grandparenting. Can you point me to it? Because, you know, there is with parenting. And uh, they basically said, we're unaware of that. Why don't you do some research and come back? And I found seven books, mostly unpu- um, self-published and on prayer, and then one DVD series. And I couldn't find a single church that I could find that was equipping grandparents. Um, And so I spent um, many years just studying what the Bible said from cover to cover on grandparenting and uh, wrote about it. And it it, uh, God used that in pretty considerable ways. Um, There's now there's a seven book series out on grandparenting that has my name on it, which still is like, you know, there's there's some unexpected things in life. And that's one of them. Um, But how that happened, I went on family life and Dennis Rainey leaned over during a break and said, Josh, I'm going to let everybody know about your book on grandparenting after the break. 
uh, what's the title? And I said, I don't have a book, Dennis. Uh, and he said, well, you have three minutes to give me a title and you have seven weeks to get it in print. And so um, that's how the first one came out. And then it just kind of rolled from there. But, you know, the reality is um, I'm not the authority on grandparenting. Uh, God's word is. And so I think any faithful pastor opens up the Bible and says, here's what God says on this topic or any subject. And surprisingly, nobody had done that on grandparenting to the degree that I did, just a biblical theology of. And um, and so uh, God's used that. And uh, I joke sometimes that God spoke through a donkey so he could speak through me. So here we go. Giddy up. (laughs) Well, we will not call you a donkey, but um, absolutely. And I love that you just point it straight back to God's word because it has all of what we need for life, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So we're going to talk about, um, I want to jump off with the biblical role of grandparents. Uh, But before we do, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC Math, and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Josh Mulvihill, and it's so funny during the break there was this crinkling sound and I was like, is that a bag of chips? And he was like, no, it's my Bible. <laughs> I was like, oh God, better, better his Bible than chips. Um, the chips are good gonna, too. I'm but... just going to take a bite here real quick. Right right. <laughs> right in the middle of the podcast. Right. Oh man. As long as they're ruffles with ridges, you're fine. Cause okay. those are the best kind of chips to eat. So anyway, um, we are not here to talk about chips. We're here to talk about grandparenting. And I would love to know from you, um, just as you have studied God's word, what is the biblical role of grandparents? In a word, I summarize it as disciple maker, uh, which uh, in the research that I did, only about 25% of grandparents um, would land in that category. About three quarters don't. Um, They understand their role to be something different. And it's helpful, I think, to make a distinction about what the world says the role of a grandparent is versus the Bible. And it's pretty significant and stark. Um, And once I mentioned a few of the kind of the key ideas of the world, you know, people pretty quickly go, yeah, I recognize that. Um, But it they're subtle, but they're impactful. And it's helpful for us that are not grandparents to understand this because we sometimes encourage these kinds of behaviors and goals. And we want to do what we can to help our grandparents be intentional Christian grandparents uh, and to really help to 
work towards the same outcome that we have as parents. We have the same goal, but we have different roles as, uh, as parents and grandparents. So the two things that I like to summarize that the world says about grandparents uh, is the idea of indulgence. And, uh, it, and that comes with the idea of basically we say we need to live separate lives. Don't overstep. Don't be a burden. Um, you kind of live your world. We'll live ours and, you know, we'll we'll get together at certain times of the year, holidays, birthdays, important times. But essentially, we live completely separate existence. And what ends up happening is there's this emotional distance that happens because of the physical distance. And it becomes really difficult then for grandparents to do what God's word calls them to do because of that distance. The second one is the idea of indulgence. So we got independence, we got indulgence, two eyes. Um, and you'll recognize this with the idea of spoiling grandkids and having fun as the, as the key goal. Um, and of course, I have no problem with grandparents having fun and giving good gifts to, to their grandkids. But when that becomes kind of the end goal and the main thing, it's just it ends short of where God's word has us. So the Bible Man, it has a lot to say about grandparenting. Uh, if you look up the word grandparent in a concordance, you're going to only see a few uh, few verses listed. Um, the issue, though, is we need to come to God's word on his terms, not ours. And so the Bible has a ton of things to say. And this might be a fun activity for you to do with, with a concordance, just to open it up. And you can look look for these terms, a fun little study to do on your own. Uh, look for the terms children's children, son's son, father's or father's father, sometimes generations, uh, sometimes uh, family, depending on, uh, on its usage. And so when we start to look at terms like that, suddenly it's like, wow, the Bible has a lot to say about grandparents. And here are a few of my favorite passages. Deuteronomy 4.9 may be the most concise in the Bible. Uh, it says this, teach these things to your children and your children's children. And of course, the, the, these things is in reference to God's law, the Ten Commandments, which are introduced then in Deuteronomy 5. Uh, my all-time favorite is Psalm 78 uh, verses 4 through 7. And in this passage, the psalmist lays out a couple of methods to disciple the next generation. He talks about telling your testimony, he talks about tell the glorious deeds of the Lord, his might and the wonders that he has done. Um, so our testimony, uh, it, our story is not the point, it's the pointer. We, we make much of God uh, because our kids need to worship God. They're going to worship something and we want them yeah. to have this great view of God. Um, and then the Bible also in Psalm 78 talks about teach the law. And of course, that may be the most repeated, repetitive phrase command to grandparents in the Bible is this idea of teaching them the law. Uh, and uh, of course, when we start to get into the to the terminology of teach, we get into the realm of discipleship and education and homeschooling. Yeah. Uh, and so we can very easily draw a line to grandparents having a, 
a God-designed role in the home education arena um, because of that, you know, the command, like, um, teach these things. Uh, but Psalm 78, that, that portion ends uh, with this. I'll just read it here. It says, um, tell and teach essentially for what purpose? It says, so that they should set their hope in God. That's salvation language. So that's, one, that's obviously our, our hope as parents and grandparents. And not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments. And that gets into the kind of great commission talk, keep, you know, uh, teach them these things. Uh, and, uh, and so that, you know, I look at that getting into sanctification and discipleship and, uh, and, and in that arena. And so, um, you know, the, the Bible gets really prescriptive with some of the things that grandparents are to do. And teaching is one of those. So that tees up our conversation today for what can their uh, contribution, partnership, um, role be in uh, in home education, and man, it, it uh, I look at scripture and I think it's it's a big piece. It could be a big piece of our pie. Yeah, yeah. What's so interesting about that is you know you talk to young moms and to homeschool moms, and when we're in the thick of it, when we've got you know lots of kids crawling all over us, and we're homeschooling and we're trying to take care of our family and doing all the things that we do throughout the day it can be sometimes very hard to spend time just really digging into God's word. You know, I'm in a a season in my life right now where my girls are older and it's much, it's much easier for me to spend time just studying the word of God um, and really digging deep. But when my girls were little, it was, it was harder for me. I still did it, but I didn't get as deep as I wanted to because I just couldn't, I, I had more demands on my time, but grandparents looking at the life of a grandparent Typically, grandparents seem to have more time because they don't have the responsibility of raising children in their home, you know, typically. And so it seems that they they may have more time to really, really dig deep and to really understand scripture and how amazing to take their understanding of God's word and be able to pour that into the lives of their grandchildren and their children, of course, as well. But leaving that legacy for them, that's just an amazing responsibility that they have. And so you're saying it's not just something that they can do, it's something that they should do. And God is actually telling grandparents, this is what you're to do, to teach, right? But in order to teach it, they have to know it. Yeah. And uh, and that's a high calling. That That's a very high calling for grandparents. And I don't think many grandparents think about that. I mean, I've never actually really thought much about that um, until this conversation <laughs> right now that we're having. Um, but wow, that that is a big responsibility that they have. Yeah, I think the big takeaway is this. For those of us that aren't grandparents, it means that God has a God-designed role for your kids' grandparents. And um, that means as parents, we need to open the gate, invite mm-hmm. that in, uh, and not to, I, I believe it's not pleasing to the Lord if we don't allow a grandparent to do what God's asked them to do. Now, of course, that raises a whole host of questions about family dynamics and what right. do you do in these instances. But just in general, um, you know, I think that is pleasing to the Lord for us to say, I'm going to do everything I can in my power to assist a grandparent to do what God's called them to do. Now, there are instances yeah. where we may need to have boundaries or 
um, you know, things are just destructive and toxic. And so we need to, you know, we need to close that gate. But I think there's a difference between difficult and destructive. And yeah. we can work through difficult. We need to put boundaries around the destructive uh, yeah. and, uh, and, and open the gate when possible. Well, there's so much more to talk about um, in the on the topic of grandparenting. Um, and so we are going to come back on Wednesday. We're out of time for today. Uh, but Josh, thank you so much for joining us today. Where can people find out more about you and uh, your ministry? Renewanation.org. All right. Well, those links in the show notes. And I am so excited to announce that the Homegrown Generation Family Expo is back. You guys heard us talk about this at the end of the year, and we are so excited to finally get to announce the dates. It's March 6th through 9th of 2023 in just a few weeks. We have an amazing speaker lineup and I cannot wait for you guys to be part of this really exciting event. Registration is now open at homegrowngeneration.com. Thanks so much for being with us today. Have a great rest of your day and we'll see you back here on Wednesday. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts and we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.